on the back porch i am steve scotch i have the lovely and talented cat that's c-a-t keeping it real cat what's going on hey how y'all doing we can be found on spotify apple Podcasts, google podcasts and all your premier podcast platforms uh we also can be found on facebook and instagram and if you found me on tiktok say hey um, our two towns we're shouting out today, we have listeners, are in the European nations. It, one is Munich, Germany. It's a great place to go to our nice German market there in the Mariana Platz or go visit the Neffenberg Palace. Our other town is Kalding, Denmark. It's part of the Triangle region there in Denmark, there for industrial and cultural and other Municipal areas, big in manufacturing, stainless steel products, paints, and electronics. And also I want to shout out a little lady who became the oldest person to ever get a number one song on the Billboard Top 100, little Brenda Lee, all, what, she's four foot eleven, at seven, almost 79 years old. Love Brenda. Love Brenda. Everybody loves rocking around the Christmas tree. It's on the charts now. Yes, it's wow. released 65 years ago, and she just got a number one. Love it. There's no competition. No, well, who wants to listen <laughs> to Cher's DJ play my Christmas song? She's going to be the oldest at something before it's over. Well, I mean, 77, 79, they must be doing something good. Woo. Giving y'all a big round of applause. All right. As you know, alcohol is always here on the back porch in some form or, or another. I'm going to tell you a little secret about Kat. She likes to cook with wine, and sometimes she even adds it to the food. Today, I'm having an old-fashioned that's a little bit off. I don't know why I can't make this freaking drink. I keep trying it. I want it. I want to like it. Maybe it's the bitters. Maybe you I need to know. see a professional or something. I don't Maybe. Know. All right. I'm going to keep trying. What you got, Kat? Um, since it's the Thursday before Christmas, I have a little cocktail called the Grinch. Wow. It looks Grinchy. All right. I couldn't let this one go. I tried to let it go, but I couldn't. And if you've listened to some of our other podcasts, you may know... We got a little problem with the country music on the FM radio the last few years. It's just garbage. Garbage. Um, You know, we're not talking about Americana or alternative country or bluegrass, outlaw country. We like that stuff. Talking about the country music that, you know, that is on a couple stations on your FM dial that... It's just, it's complete dog shit. And here's the system that keeps cranking out this crap. You know, you got these piece of shit record companies hire these piece of shit songwriters 
who in turn write shitty songs that are pitched to the so-called hot country artist of the day. And they kind of pick through the weeds and try to find one to record. If they don't want it, it gets passed down to the B-level dudes. And this system's been going on for decades. The problem is the songwriting is just getting worse and worse. You know, I heard this, uh, it's like a little snippet of an interview someone did with Lainey Wilson. And I know all you Yellowstone fans out there know who she is. And, and they asked her, you know, who are your favorite songwriters out there to work with right now? And she said, Hardy. And uh, she goes, you know, Hardy was a songwriter before he became an artist. Oh, really, Lainey? Thanks for the info. So now we know Hardy is bad at two things. And how about dude going with the one name tag, right? You know, he only needs one name. And you know why Lainey named Hardy as one of her favorite songwriters? Because they recorded a song called, wait for it, Wait in the Truck. I'm not lying. It's called Wait in the Truck. As the song goes, some girl gets beat up by a boyfriend. So the Hardy character goes over there to the double wide, shoots the guy in the face, then smokes one of his ciggies and waits for the cops to come. End of story. Um, that's on the radio. Then you've heard us talk about this dude, Jelly. What is his name? Jelly Roll Martin or something? Jellyfish or Jelly Donut. Whatever his name is. Jelly okay. Roll. Him and his crappy songs on the radio. I will give him Son of a Sinner. Compared to what's out there, that's pretty good. But if I hear one more time that Jelly, Jelly Donut, whatever his name is, has <laughs> had a I had a drug problem, it, it, I'm gonna lose my shit. I've heard it, I've read it. Okay, we got it. Okay, we don't we don't need to know anymore about how he kicked drugs. Okay, believe it or not, there's actually dudes out there that. Uh, or plumbers, pipe fitters, truck drivers, and they kicked a drug habit too. But we don't, we don't get that shoved down their throat every five seconds. You know, country music, if we're oh. down to these two, we're pretty much in the gutter right now. Okay? I mean, here's my question. Okay. This is a sociology question, I guess. Who are they trying to target with these songs? Is it just the red solo cup crowd or... You know, that's the thing with country music is you're not really supposed to have be pop and have fans in the 15 to 25. It's more like there's older people that also listen to country. And well, that, that's maybe they just aren't hit writing, on it. They're maybe going, they aren't writing for them. They're, they're going, I guess, for the younger crowd who evidently are young and dumb if they're listening to this shit. And, and look, got nothing against Hardy, Jelly Hole, whatever, Al Dean, any of the Lukes. Uh, you know... It's sort of like complaining about worthless politicians. I mean, you can't really blame them. You know, it, it's not it's the idiots that vote for them. You know, the horrible country entertainers, because I'm not going to call them artists. There's no artistry here. These dudes would be nothing, but they have fans who buy tickets to this shit. Go on, their, go on sites and download these crappy songs. That's where the problem is. You know, we're a country full of pretty much 
people with bad taste in music. Well, see, here's a sign. I mean, we talked about the other podcasts that uh, Fast Car was Song of the Year, and that was made in 87. So, I mean, maybe there's a lack of talent in the songwriting department. I'm going to get to the real reason we're here. Okay. Okay, I had to do a shot before I got into this because... I might lose my shit in a minute. I'm going to go ahead and warn you. Uh-oh. I'm going to get fired up about this. I got a feeling. All right. Riding down the riding down the back road in my pickup truck with my dog riding shotgun, listening to country radio, country radio station. Which if I did that, you know what? That sounds like a fucking country song. Damn, let me write that down. So that's how easy it is to write a country song. Now... Let me just go ahead and tell you, as we're going down the road, this song comes on. I almost wrecked the freaking truck. Okay. I don't know who this loser is, but he's copying. That's why this thing's called copycat. Tyler Childers. Copying him to a T. Okay. It's on FM country radio. The guitar. It was like a hard look story. The vocals kind of gravelly tone. I mean, this dude, he should be in court right now being accused of totally ripping off a real artist. I mean, I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. And and it, so I don't know who this guy is. I, I have no idea. I just hear the song. I get back home. I go to the phone. And I just type in country song called 23. Because a dude kept saying 23 or something. So, of course, uh, first thing comes up is Sam Hunt, the guy who can't sing a note. He's the talking song guy. So, of course, he's got a song called 23. And then Taylor Swifty. Lord knows she's got a song called 23. Every time she has a birthday, she writes another crappy song. She's had a song, what, 13, 14, 15? How old is she now? What a joke. So come to find out, this dude's name is Chase. A Chase? And check it out. Remember, all the moms in the 90s, how many Chases <laughs> are out there? Could we pick another name? I mean, damn. But check out this dude. He spells it C-H-A-Y-C-E. Mama got okay. creative. Now, of course, the correct spelling of Chase is C-H-A-S-E. So the question is, did Chase's mom write that on the birth certificate or did Chase's team come up with this genius alternative spelling uh, of the name Chase, C-H-A-Y-C-E? I don't know. Okay. I have a theory that once somebody crosses the Mississippi, all of a sudden they get creative in the spelling of names. Okay. So his name is Chase Beckham. Okay. That's the loser's name that was on the radio with this copycat song. I think it was just called 23 that he did write, by the way. Now, some of you out there might know who Chasey is from this horrible show called American Idiot. I mean, American Idol that I refuse to watch. I've never watched five seconds of it, but supposedly he won. Um I don't know, 2021 or 2022. I don't know what season it was. I mean, that show 
has killed more careers than any show in history. So as I listen to the song, again, my blood pressure is going off the rails. I mean, this dude in whatever crappy record company he signed with put out a song that copies Tyler Childers to a freaking T. Now, what pisses me off is Tyler, he's never had a sniff on country radio. I mean, nothing. It puts out, uh, it, well, this dude puts out his first round of shit. Tyler, and I mean, uh, this Chasey dude. And all of a sudden, he's on the fucking radio. I'm like, you've got to be kidding. And, and as you know, and I know, this shit's been going on since the beginning of recorded music. Somebody comes out with something new, exciting, and the copycats come crawling out of the woodwork. Years ago, a band called Cypress, We Smoke a Lot of Weed Hill, came out with a song called, what was it? Rocks, rocks, rock superstar. I believe that's what it was called. And, and in the song, he states, you know, there's a lot of sharks out there want to take a bite. A lot of chameleons out there trying to change up every time something new comes along. Wow. I mean, how freaking true is that? I mean, Tyler Childers has been writing good songs. He writes them, he performs them for years now and gets not a whiff of nothing. And so Nashville goes and takes his sound. I mean, copy this shit to a T and, and bam, puts it on the radio. I mean, it just, it, it, it fucking, my blood was fucking boiling. Check this out, Chasey. This ain't a threat. This is a promise. If you ever come within 50 miles of this house, I'm coming to the show. Oh, my God. And I'm going to wear a big jacket, and I'm going to be loaded for bear. I'm going to have Hanover tomatoes packed (laughs) in my pockets, and I'm going to get right to the front of the stage, and I'm going to pummel this dude right in his chest. I got a pretty good arm. I'm pretty accurate. I'm going to pound this dude with tomatoes. Hell, People are throwing shit on stage all the time, aren't they? Shoes, phones, tomatoes not going to hurt. But it'll make me feel better to get it off of my chest and and peg him in the chest with a hand over tomato. I mean, this shit, he's nothing but a pawn. Okay, that's all he is. He won the American Idiot Show. Um, Let's take him in the studio and copy somebody who's actually talented and great and has a lot of good songs and crank it out and put it on the radio. Man, Nashville, man, suck it, dude. You suck. You know, I've changed all the presets. I know everybody cares, right? On my kick-ass Pioneer stereo, there will be no more country music coming through my speakers. That was the final nail in the... I've had enough. I have had enough. All um, right. Oscar Wilde's popularized the proverb, imitation is the greatest form of flattery that mediocrity can pay to greatness. Yeah, well, check this out, Chasey. Karma's a bitch. It's coming your way. All right, let's roll right into one tough son of a bitch. Whoa. This one's way over my head. It's James Joyce. Born in 1882 from Dublin, Ireland. Probably one of the most influential writers of our time. Am I right, Kat? 
I would totally agree, yes. Ulysses, a portrait of the artist as a young man, Finnegan's Wake, three novels written by James Joyce. Of course, I guess Ulysses is the most famous. Ulysses is it, yeah. Um, Check this out. In 1922, when Ulysses Ulysses came out, easy for me to say, it was banned in this country and England because it was, I guess, obscene words. Yes. And like I said, it was way, way back in the day when people weren't that open to that kind of stuff. Ulysses has been touted as one of the greatest books of literature ever. It's one of the largest books ever, ever when he Attention published it. Attention to detail. He, right. he serialized it just like uh, Dickens did. He, put, he would put out sections of the book as it went okay. along. He, his style was like uh, using a stream of consciousness, uh, wordplay, uh I don't know what interior monologue is, but it's basically it's talking his thoughts. to yourself. Yeah, as your feelings are coming out or whatever, you're writing your feelings down. It's he was cool, and the other day when we watched um, Amazing Race, they were in Dublin, and the one of the challenge was each teammate had to uh, remember this long quote from Ulysses and mm-hmm. have to. I, uh, <laughs> Read it out verbatim by memory there in the Dublin bar. Here's a few facts about this dude. Scared to death of dogs. Uh, Got bit when he was a kid. I used to be scared of dogs. Scared of storms. Dude was a hell of a tenor. Almost chose music as a career, James Joyce did. Uh, This man, he penned three novels, a collection of short stories, one play, two books of poems. Hey, this show like, he was a good drinking buddy with uh, Ernest Hemingway. Love it. That makes him awesome right there. (laughs) You know, his his stuff has generated thousands of articles, many theses. It's been translated, uh, I don't know, in every language probably. June 16th is celebrated every year in Dublin and other cities kind of worldwide. It's called Bloomsday. Mm-hmm. It's to celebrate the great works of James Joyce. And that makes James Joyce one tough son of a bitch. Well, tell me we're not watching anything. We're are watching. We? Are we? And we're watching because I'm going to, it's, when this comes out, it's right before Christmas, and you're stuck there at home and trying to find something to watch on the TV. I've watched Hallmark, so you don't have to. Thank I'm you. I'm going to give you the three best Hallmark. Well, two are Hallmark. One is There's on no Netflix. Such thing. The first one is called The Holiday Road. There's a bunch of strangers stuck in an airport. They're all trying to get to Denver, and they end up uh, renting a uh, rather large van to take them across is it all dudes? No, it's oh. it's different people. There's an entrepreneur, a travel writer, a devoted mom and her son, stubborn senior, two couple from Hong Kong, a social media influencer. Anyway, they're making a nice trip to Denver, and they have great adventures, and it's a good watch, and, and it, it was somewhat meaningful. Called? Called The Holiday Road. Write these down. Okay. The second one is Haul at the Holly, the lit up edition. Haul out the holly? Yeah. Wow. Anyway, they had haul out the holly last year, but they redid it because it was so good. And they brought, you know, it's got, you know, the queen of Hallmark Christmas now, Lacey Chabert. 
Wes Lacey's Brown. still got it. Ellen Travolta. It's it's a great John's old lady mom. John's mom is in it, and it's got some veteran veteran character actors, and it's and it was really good. They had a a new family move into the little neighborhood there called the Jolly Johnsons, and they were battling over who's going to do Christmas better. And it's 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 a lot of fun. There were some Nickelback jokes that I really enjoyed. Oh, leave them alone. <laughs> and our last one you can find on Netflix. It's called The Family Switch. Uh, that was pretty good. The family goes to a rare planetary alignment. At a, and uh, Let me guess. Two people switch lives. No, like, the whole family switches. It's not like... Oh, you tricked me. It's not like Freaky Friday. The whole family switches. And it's pretty... It's the best part is when the dog and the baby switch. That's hilarious. Wow. Anyway, it's, if Hallmark's you want to... Hallmark's getting out, getting no, after I, it. No, this, this you, you find on Netflix. you got to pay extra for this. Oh, one. wow. <laughs> Top-notch Hallmark's got to anyway, be paid for now. Jennifer Garner does a great job in it. Anyway. Wow, we're pulling stars on this thing now. <laughs> I've heard of her. Anyway, if you're stuck at home with the kids, you're just trying to find something funny to watch, that's a good one to watch with the kids. All right. Thank you, Kat, for the Hallmark update during the holidays. Woo, I need a shot after that. All right, shot of the week. It's called the Cool Colada. It's basically a pina colada shot, you know. And who doesn't like... vodka, though. I don't know. Who doesn't like uh, pina colada? If you like pina coladas and making out in the rain, one of the many horrible songs from the 70s. Jeez. All right, this one's a shaker. And your shaker filled with ice. We need a shot of pineapple juice. We need a half shot of, is it coconut vodka or just mm. vodka? Coconut, coconut vodka and Ugh. pineapple vodka. Okay. All right. All right. So I'm wrong. It's a shot of pineapple vodka. A half shot of coconut vodka and a half shot of pineapple juice. And if you're having a hard time <sighs> finding those two, Amsterdam makes them. Amsterdam's got all the vodkas you want. All right. In your shaker, fill with ice, shake the shit out of it, and bam, you got the cool colada. Cats made us a couple, and they're poured all the way up to the brim. I'm going to give it a go, even though I don't like coconut anything. I'm just going to slam it. I'm not going to sip it. I'm just going to. It's not bad. You made a face. Um, it's the vodka part. Oh, God. Woo. As he hands it off like oh, it's, it's a dead rat. All right. I'm going to say there's some good notes and some <laughs> bad notes on that one. I think one. my Grinch is better. The uh, cool colada. Give it a go. There's not a lot to it. Not bad. Cat chilled it for us. That did help it go down. Ugh. Ooh, thank you, Kat. The aftertaste is getting my ass. All right, today we were bumpered in. These dudes are hot off the press, and they're hot, and they're new. I, I got lucky. Found these jokers on the YouTube. They're called Bridget Calls Me Baby. That's the name of the band, Bridget Calls Me Baby. Formed in 20-something. It hadn't been long. From Chicago, Illinois. We got Wes Levens, Levens on vocals. Sorry, Wes. Jeremy Benchish on drums. Sorry, Jeremy. Trevor Lynch, I can pronounce his name. Jack Flugel on guitar. Both those dudes play guitar. And Devin Wessels. Can somebody have a regular last name? 
on bass and keyboards. People don't change it once they get into immigration anymore, honey. Uh, they're from here. Okay, first <laughs> off, forget that the singer for Bridget Calls Me Baby can sing his ass off and has a hairdo reminiscent of Morrissey back in the day. Forget that. Morrissey. Forget the guitars sound like Johnny Marr. Forget that the rhythm section sounds like Andy Rourke and Mike Joyce. Forget all that. Bridget calls me baby. They got a chance to do something big. I don't know. They already have an advantage over the rest of the field because they can actually play their instruments and sing. Two things I haven't seen or heard from a new band in years. They've only dropped an EP, I believe, so far. Today, we were bumpered in by a song called Impressively Average, and it's pretty impressive. These dudes are just getting started. Check out Bridget Calls Me Baby wherever you get your music. We want to thank everybody for listening. Thanks for hanging out on the back porch, and we will see you all down the road. See ya. You wanted, but you were young and thought that you were falling. But now I'm all you want, and your blood is clotted. And you can fall asleep because your dreams are haunted. But those around must come around. So when